This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The first piece is, is a, uh, a piece in the Abarbanel, and he's going to deal with, the, with an akuda about the obvious factual or not. I'll explain where he's coming from. The, uh, it was a, a very popular method of, um, of, of uh, uh, speaking about the fundamentals of Torah and the philosophical Tkufa was that the different Avos represented different Inyanim. So this is Choma, this is Tzura, this is Eish, this is Mayim, this is whatever um, philosophical terms or fundamentals were uh, current, they, they explained the others that way. It had in itself the flavor of these others being a fiction and they're just kind of a metaphor for something. Like, like literature, um, you, you write a literature, uh, 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 you write a book about characters, so if it's fiction, those characters are not real, but they represent a certain reality. So this was quite popular, and it was one of those areas that basically the philosophers went off. So he explains, the Baroness is quite a data. All of these stories happened as they're written. They are true in the world of Pshat as well. Not as well, they are. They learned from them um, a lot of important limudim. Um, about fundamentals of the Ummah. So it's true that Avram Avinu, um, A, Avram Avinu was somebody named Avram who, who had a body like me and you and lived at a certain time and did all these and married Sarah, etc. They also teach us about important deeper in Yana. They all were made um, with a tzura, what he calls sikhlis, a conceptual or abstract um, tzura. And that's how the Kalyus Rolls So, definitely, it is true that these. These are to be understood um, more than just mikrim of people who happen to them, so on and so forth. Each one does represent something, but that's not to take away from the fact that we're dealing about a mitzias. Now, it was it was relevant in the days when the philosophers were darshan. This was a kind of a typical way of expounding on on chumish. Um, Lehavdal today, um, people could do it with. A literature. These are these are themes, and 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 um, they're not they're not physical realities, but they're realities nonetheless, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's one realm that the Abba comes to um, eliminate. On the other hand, um, despite the fact 
that they were people who lived and ate and slept and drank, but they represented something a lot deeper than themselves, than just their own particular life. They are fundamental figures in terms of who they are, what they are. Now, let me, let's move this a minute over. The Barbernell himself um, had a foot in, in, in all three worlds. The Barbernell had a foot in, in, in the world of Pshat, in the world of philosophy, and the world of Kabbalah. So he's speaking about Kabbalah also, which also becomes a problem. I, I want to explain where I see it as a problem. It used to be one, Balamusa used to learn um, from these, um, from the from the parishes in the Torah, what human behavior should be like. So Avram Avina went around and he helped people and gave people and invited in, even people looked like Arabs on a hot day when he was sick and, and so on and so forth. This was typical Musa to learn, you know, appropriate human behavior. Um, people with a Kabbalah leaning um, took it and they said, what are you talking about? I mean, you really think it's, 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 that's what the story is about? Avram was this Bechina that made this Zivuk that combined that Bechina with the other Bechina and so on and so forth. And that's what Arizal says, that's what he says, that's what he says. So, okay, what happens is that they lose the sight of the fact that on a hot day to walk out and see if somebody else needs a cold drink and this and that, you're all, everybody's also just with tikkunim. Nobody, nobody needed cold water. Nobody needed to eat. Nobody felt left out. It was all about making tikkunim and zivugim with this sphere, that sphere, and the other sphere. Um, in a certain sense, that's that's also being mafkia Torah for what it's supposed to do. Um, it's as if instead of life being about doing things that are right, on the simplest level, helping people, caring about people, giving people respect, giving people love, um, you know, controlling yourself, disciplining yourself, everything became a world of tikkunim, it's furious and stuff like that. Um, that's that's a hideous, it's, a, it's grotesque. Um, so understanding the two going together, that um, a deep maisa is, is not something that's done not in the realm of the world of pshat, but it's done with all worlds linked together. So the same person who's sensitive to somebody else who needs to be included in and, and needs to, to, to be felt uh, important and so on and so forth. So I, I, I feel it at that level. I feel it at a deeper level. I feel it at a still deeper level. Um, so being able to get all of the pieces lined up, that's, that's the Kiddush. Um, and therefore, so, so it also today is the same thing. You, you know, when, when people go off on this stuff, then, then it, it, they almost forget that there's a true social mikra and so on and so forth. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's important to, to lose, not to lose sight of, of, of both ends of it, because one end without the other end usually is a distortion. Okay, next piece is a kuzari, very famous kuzari. And this kuzari sort of gives the flavor of what the development of the world was, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was doing with Avram Avina and so on. So Kuzari explains, he's uh, the Chavez explained to Kuzari that Adam um, was the Tachas of Bria, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted Adam to be perfection, Adam failed miserably and was cast out. And now HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw after trying a few times, 
there's no there, you can't humanity as a whole is not going to do it on its own so he chose somebody who would be the pioneer you develop a strain of of Adam that would have the properties and qualities of Adam that he wanted and um, create a nation out of that that would lead the world back to light. So he gives a mosque. After himself had perfected himself and was now worthy of um, being was transplanted from his country, Teretz Yisrael, because that's the only place you could reach Shlemus. And this is the way people who work the land. That's, that's what an agronom does. He, he takes um, he finds a, a seedling who, who seems to bear good fruit, Mavira Adama Nevedas. He now it takes it out and transplants it to good land. So you, you explore all sorts of wild places. You find a seedling that's really good. You excavate it and you put it and plant it in, a, in, a, in good land, soil. Shalafitiva Osid Zilatliachba, a place where it's going to Batsirte. And there you will make it into a tree that's worthy. And until now, it was just kind of a wild growing bush. It will now become a, a, an important tree. And then he brings forth many trees from it. So what you do is you look for a good strain. You bring it to a place where it's ideally suited for it. And then, and then you wait for it to produce many generations and it, it becomes cultivated instead of just Bimikra. Now, this is Eretz Yisrael um, in, in the understanding of the Kuzari. The Kuzari, Kuzari makes a very central point about Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael being center for Kalah Yisrael. In, in the Kuzari has a few different areas that it, that it differs from other Sfarim that explain the Jewish religion. He, he starts not with HaKadosh Baruch Bar Olam, as much as he focuses on Klai Sosdam Nifcher, and a big emphasis on Eretz Yisrael. Um, now, it, it, the, the um, it, like always, the, the argument of Zionism, it, Zionism, it can never be how important Eretz Yisrael is to us. Um, I embrace Yishmois for you know, take a look at all the passion of the Torah. The, the real difference is how do you put into words what the importance is. So the importance of Israel is it's the only place where a person can develop a person and Kalisazakal can develop spiritually in its fullest sense. It's not the safest place. It may or may not be the safest place. That's not its chashivas. And um, it may or may not be a very great country to live in, but but it certainly is the only place where we can reach our fullest potential. Somebody who goes there to Saul Aldaita not to be from the but Tachlis Israel is the place to develop yourself Ruchnis. And that's why Akanshbaru took it there. This understanding is true 
in the sense that ge geography and with everything that's involved in it, the location, the climate, the, the, the nature of, of, the, of the flora the, and the fauna and so on, all of it has an effect on a nation. And the, you know, the, the, the character traits of nation are also defined by the environment. And different environments bring out different qualities. In a dome, the qualities that a cold a place, a very cold place will bring out to a very warm place, to a very dry place, to a very wet place. They, they bring out certain qualities in a person. And therefore, it's Yisrael is the place to bring out the qualities of, of Kal Yisrael. And he says, Klaisel had Nevoah when they were in Yisrael, and many of the aspects of the Tyrus and Karbonis and Avoides all brought this about, made them worthy. So just like they're just like certain madrigas we're familiar with, a, a philosopher, if the person develops and matures and his mind is ready fit, he begins to think. So too, in a ruchnistic sense, if we have what it takes, um, in Eretz Yisrael, it, it's sharing the person. So um, it, it's almost as if certain qualities, life and, and growth, are waiting to happen to a plant, animal, or person that's worthy of it. So Eretz is a place where connection to Shechina is possible when the person is, is, is worthy of it. Okay, that's the Kuzari. So, so the Kuzari's his picture of the world is a Kaddish Baruch Hu waiting ten generations to find a a a a, um, a seedling that will that will have in itself the qualities he's looking for. Because since man has it in his genes, it's a question of sorting it out until the right ones come out, and then to bring it to Israel and to make a, a whole nation out of it. Okay, the next one is a Torah Mincha. And he explains about Avram being sent away. So um, the, the Kuzari focused on the good Netzisrael, that Netzisrael, a person becomes worthy of Asher Sashkin and so on. Tosa Mincha is explains the opposite. And as soon as he was, as, as soon as Avram Avinu reached Nevoah, he, he touched base on Kadesh Baruch Hu, why was it so important? So the Kuzari focuses on the journey to Israel. He says, He was afraid that the purity of Avram would be ruined by all of his environment. Even if a person is and 
perfect tzaddik. Roiv has mother becheves her shoyim. Um, if he's if he spends a lot of time with Rishoyim, Hateva Nimshach Achrehem, he begins to follow along. Vein Oda Margish, and it's not something that you can easily put a finger on. You don't feel it until you, you don't actually make the transition. That's why people really want to be Davik in Akadish Baruchu, they need to be Srak Mashekah. So a person needs to get out of the environment that is a society of bad people, so they shouldn't be nimshach after them. So he says in almost opposite um, pshat than the Kuzari. Um, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not mutually sice each other. It's just a question: of What's the ikker? He says that the main reason is to get away from the bad influence, the bad ashba from the surroundings. It's fascinating that Avram Avinu was the one who he was part and parcel of that environment and pulled himself away. You would think that he could claim immunity. You would think that he could say, "Listen, I, um, you know, been there, done that. Now I'm out." But but it's a tremendous hashpa, um, and and I want to I want to explain a point. The um, there are there are certain things that mislead a person by by providing um, bait, le marshal. Um in in Europe, uh, 150 years ago, um, it was impassable to. Um, to move forward anywhere in your career, uh, unless you converted to Christianity, let's say. So there was bait. So if a person was brilliant and university was willing to accept him with his grades, except that they didn't have any room for Jews, there was an Isaiah. So that type in Isaiah, we understand. A person, Achman he has to be in Francis' family, and one, one place after another tells him, you know, if you don't come in on, on Shabbos, don't come on Monday. And the person is very, very, um, it, you know, it's an Isaiah. That type of hashbar we understand. Or somebody comes and darshans to me, give fear and give minus and so on and so forth. That's not what we're talking about. The Rambam says in, in Hilchas Deus, I'll, I'll, I'll read it because it's it's an important uh, piece. Um, let me, let's see. The Rambam says when he speaks about it's in Hechas Deis Perik Vav Halach Aleph Derech Briyose Shel Adam Liyos Nimshach B'Dei Oisav Ma'isav Acharei B'Chaverav. It is it's 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 a it's a fundamental aspect of, of a person's essence. This Derech Briyose Adam to be Nimshach. With his deus and his meisim, after his friends and society, v'noyheg ke minhag and he acts like people in his country act. In other words, we are hardwired to to um, to, to that, that our mode of behavior be the mode of behavior of society around us. 
That's how Kashbach created us. If a person is in an environment where everybody wears a hat and jacket, so he wears a hat and jacket, unless there's a specific reason why he decides not to. He's rebelling, he's this, he's that. But tachlis, we, we take our cues from our environment around us. And if in our environment, something's accepted as normal, we accept it as normal. And 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 forget it's not it's it's not the, the idea I'm doing it just because everyone else is doing it is normal. If you walk out into the street, people are dressed in a similar way. Um, so in one place everybody's wearing a hat and jacket, one place everybody's wearing kippah sugar, one place everybody's wearing shorts and a t-shirt. But but everyone and a person who doesn't is is making conscious effort for some reason. So being in a bad environment in itself has an asthmatic effect on the person. It's osmosis um, because we are built that way. If the bird is somebody would come and argue with me, so I can say I'm, I'm smarter than them, I could, I could do this, that. But, but here we're talking about a phenomenon that's natural. So, and, and if a person is an unusual person, person somewhere on the spectrum, so fine, he's not influenced by things around him. That's because he's not influenced by things around him. That, that, but the normal person is mushpa around him, and therefore a person should live, like the Ram says in those days, in a society that, that has positive values. Okay, let's see the next piece. It's a Sfarnu. It says, So, um, it's very hard to know what that means. It can mean the source of brachas and so on. Sforno has an, uh, an unusual pshat and a very beautiful pshat. Ve'yei bracha. Birchas Hashem hi, she'yismach Hashem b'masov. In other words, if we ask ourselves, what is something that we call bracha in Hashem's eyes? Th- that which Hashem desires from the Bria, it's that a kashbrach will be samach b'masov. Moshe Omer Chazal, Yishmuel b'ni barcheni, Amaloi, um, the the Amartiloi, um, he wrote some for Nashi Galrach Mechabonecha, she Gulrach Mechabonecha, Ama im Kain Hayeli Brocha, Bima she. So the the um, the Brocha that Yishmuel benched, quote unquote, a Kaddish Baruchu was that he be that he find a meter with which to appreciate his children. In other words, if a person is trying to do something for the Rebbein Shalom, teaching other people to do right so that the world finds favor in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes, that's called bracha. bracha means you become a blessing, quote-unquote, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like Yishmael B'ni, what HaKadosh wants out of this world is to be Sameach B'maisav, and therefore um, it's, it's, uh, it, 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 the person who comes and will teach people to do what's right and, 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 and shape them, that's the person that is, is, is a Baruch HaKadosh Baruch Okay, one more piece of Bechai over here. How does that fit into what Yishmael Yes, what? How does, how does that louder a little bit? I I I'm, I'm, I I don't hear you. One second, maybe it's my. I think it might be a problem with my mic. One sec, with my speaker. Hold one second. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Better. 
Now it's better, yeah. What? So how does that fit into the example with yeah. Rabbi Shmuel B'ni Barcheni? So, so he said the Barcheni was, she means you shall feel the good in your bunim. It, 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 it didn't mean, I mean, the Pashat Pashat, the way we'd learn it is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should uh, have Rachmim on us, he shouldn't like us, but still be nice to us. The, the way I, I see the Sephardim learns it is, means you should look at them with, just like a personal marshal. If, 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 if I ask a person for Rachmanis for somebody else who he doesn't like, so there's somebody I really dislike. We've had a fight and whatever it is. And so, so somebody comes to me and what he does is he tells me this poor guy is starving to death and he's, he's very sick and this and that. Please help him. That's one type of Rachmanis. And that's, I guess, not what we're trying to listen. But let's say somebody is, is in a fight with a child of theirs. So um, when, I, when I try to provoke Rachmim, what I try to do is to bring back the image of the child as he is good. Something I'm trying to awaken those positive feelings of a father to a child. So I believe that that's how he understood, as far as understood the Pshatnik means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should, should look at Klai with a sympathetic eye with, with the positive in Klai Okay. And that fits into the Mashat yeah, so it's well. It's, so he says, okay. So Avram Avinu bracha means you become the one that brings out the brach and the brio. When the um is doing what's good and what's right, if if you bring the um to shleimus, if somebody, I mean, let's. It's hard to put it in words, but if if somebody, if somebody is mezakeh the rabbin and he makes positive changes in Kal Yisrael, so. One part of it we look at, he helped all those people that is Makarov. So all the people that he helped become Shemitar Mitzvahs, he's done a Mitzvahs Teva. The Knech that the Sforno is saying is, he's, he's brought about a certain Nachas Ruach Kaviyot HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kadosh Baruch Hu wants the Bria to be good, he wants Kaisel to be good. And if a person has done that, that that's, that's bringing out Bracha. I think that that's the Knech that he's saying. Okay. So he says, the reason why he said both parts, and and all of the Zoras have a particular aspect, a particular koyach, so they can only function within the realm of their koach, and only, and certainly can't do two opposite things. Shrei koyach of ma'adim, gam ki yamod limina adam v'yeh ba'izrov, en koyach b'yeh la'zav l'lohoyel ki mipo'anis v'dak ha'hezek v'dak ha'toiva. So they used to believe that ma'az, because it's red, is is the is the Zara of war or whatever. So if Mars is there, so if you manage to 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 get, to get on the good side of Mars, Mars can help you, but not by by being nice to you, by killing your enemies. Mars is a warrior. 
And the, the, the language he knows is the language of fighting. He can help you to fight against whoever you need, but he can't help you to comfort you, to heal you, or whatever it is. Um, Everything is a limited koach. By definition, nothing can be its own opposite. So anything that is defined is is whatever it is, and the opposite, you'd have to find someone else to do it. That's why in one Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch said, I will mevorech to mevorechim, and mekal yom mekalim, and koach zeh b'yadkarkarach kulon, ki miyadkarach gadmen elyoin, chelik yakev itzak kolhu, mene yobar rov, atoyv ki nishama anovi, ani yashem ha'izek leila. So, the, the idea, when, there, there are certain things that are, um, what's the right word for it? There, there are certain things that are measured as being more difficult, less difficult, and so on. So, can 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 I can the Zara push a rack this heavy, that heavy, the other heavy? So that's a question just of how much, how strong. So, if we were to limit Avodazara's ability, if we were to describe the difference between Avodazara and as how strong of a how heavy of a rack he can lift. Then, then basically we're talking about degrees. We're talking about things that are all in the same nature things, but it's different degrees of how much strength, power, and so on. This is something else. Dovavi fucho means that you are above that particular Indian. Let's give a simple example. Imagine um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, uh, let's take a teacher in a classroom. So um, a, a teacher can use uh, warmth to be makar of students. A teacher can be stern and use that meter. Um, and both meters can be used to, to, um, to, to do good. Now, there are two types of, two daggers. There's one dagger, I'm a naturally warm person. Or I'm a naturally stern, demanding person. And so... It's a, it's a mila that could be used for teaching. And for some kids, this Rebbe is a better Rebbe. For some kids, that's a Rebbe is a better Rebbe. But, but I'm a product of a particular Tchunas um, Nefesh. But then there's somebody in a very different league who's, um, he, he can use whatever meters necessary for the classroom. That's not just that he has many meters at his disposal. Um, it's not like having many techniques. It, it means also I'm above it all. For me, getting upset at Talmud versus being nice to him, both of them are just tools. They're not me. They're, I'm, I'm above it. I'm the... If it's genuinely like that. So, so Avodah are kochos within the Bria. By definition, a koach and an anti-koach is, is a zero. That's by definition. So, so no Avodah if the Avodah is within the Bria... He cannot encompass both the koach and the anti-koach. Akadosh Baruch Hu is above the bria, and the bria is, emanates from him. So, b'meila at the source, since so, just like me, the perfect teacher, where whether I, for me getting upset at the Talmud and and being warm to the Talmud is equal, because 
I'm not coming from an emotional perspective. I'm not coming because I'm expressing my emotions. I'm coming with a teacher's, um, you know, a mimetarist to teach what does this kid need. So he's above it. And that's why he's coiled it too. So the, the, the media being coil everything, a coil yochel, and the coil of yachad, that's a media unique to Baruch um, and that's what it, the point is trying to say. And therefore, I can endow you Brocha and Klola together, because for me, the, the, neither Brocha nor Klola are, are an end into itself. I'm, I'm above it all. Okay. Is, is this, um, I, maybe this is partial. I just, is the, uh, this is assuming that Avodah uh, Zara, the, the, uh, they're real kochos, just it's obviously us there to use, or is that, do we have to, that was the assumption um, that it's it's um I, I I don't know if it's that, or he's saying, I'm not coming to you know the Munir Hakadosh Baruch Hu is not just who is God, it's what is God. In other words, the belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu is of a different type of entity than the other ones. And I tell people, you know, if you read mythology. It's not the pshat is we have a different set of characters. This is, their set of characters is just a bunch of ruffins that go around all day, you know, it's a different world. Avodah are kochos. So no one makes a claim of Davi Fuchan Avodah That's because that's what Avodah is. You take the kochos in the Bria. HaKadosh Baruch is the koch from where the Bria is mushashin, and the Melech call everything Bria. Been, but, but it is, I mean, but again, it, the Isra of Vodazar, therefore, is to use the Koach that a Kodesh Baruch put in the Bria, or that the, the Koach of a Kodesh no, Baruch Baruch is... It's, it's that the, our understanding of the Shire of the Manhaga and the Bria is not any Koach within the Bria. It, it's, it's, the, it's, it's what supersedes it. So it's, it's any relationship to it as, as the end piece. It could also be the marshal, even if we don't believe in Vazar, that disease is an end to itself. It, 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 it makes us sick or, or, or can be cured. No, there's something beyond that that, that bets and brings disease to the world and brings cures to the world and, and, you know, and sets it up a certain way. So it supersedes whatever's in the Bria. That's the Musik of Alakus. In the, in the days when Avodazar was the, was the problem, so it was Avodazar. Today, we have different in Yanim, so it's different in Yanim. I mean, to clarify, Kosh Baruch was saying this, La Fuke Mishitasam, he's telling Avram Avinu, I'm going to do both, unlike what's around Avram you. Avram Avinu, right. Avram Avinu, this happened when Avram Avinu was mocking the Emes. It was a meter connected meter that our current Emes meant that, 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 that this, this that you believe in is going to be mocking both Brach and Klala. Okay. Sorry, going back to the Kuzari for a second. So he, he, we mentioned that uh, that Canaan or Eretz Yisrael had a had a spiritual kayak that was unique to to, yeah. to basically Avram Avinu. So, so so usually when something you would think that I guess when something has a spiritual kayak that's that's specific to the development of one thing. So when it comes to another nation or whatever, it would be it would be kind of kind of benign. So at the end of Noyach, when it seems that Terach already is is going towards Canaan. 
uh, and Avram Avinu, I guess, either, you know, it didn't seem linked to Avram Avinu. Why, why was Terach on his way to Canaan, even if they stopped in Khar and Avram Avinu continued later on? Was there something about Canaan that was a draw other than to Avram Avinu later on? Um, it says it says that other Umas sent, all the Umas had embassies in, in, in Canaan. And, and so it, it's, it, people felt that Canaan has a chashivist itself. It could be it was a beautiful country also, but it had a chashivist itself, and people recognized it. But the question was, how much would it do? So if you take a, 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 a seedling that's very good, you plant it in, in soil that's very good, you get this perfect tree. If you take a seedling that is really not great, planting it over there is not going to bring out much of it. It, it might be better than us. So people felt a natural attraction to Yisrael, but it wouldn't be for them what it is for Pali Yisrael. And and, and also, but, but we just met, you just mentioned quickly by the Abarbanel that there was uh, I guess at the time of the Abarbanel that there were philosophers that tried to paint yeah. I guess the others or you know as like representing ideals rather than being actual right. you know anything other than a martial. So by by the is Bereshis on a separate page? I think there's a Sparno by the Nachash that says. I mean, I guess the Rishonim are bending over backwards not to attribute Bechira or speech to anything other than an Adam that says that the same way a Melech might be represented as, as a lion. So the Nachash was, you know, Hua Yetzirah, Hua Hua Satan, and Batsim, it, it, it uh, kind of represented as the Nachash, but kind of trying to steer away from saying that he was actually like a, uh, an actual, is Barashas different, or is, is there a reason that that would be? Well, first of all, Rishonim say the same thing. I, if, if, if you'll take a look at Rishis, the Rishonim speak about the Eitz Hadas, that it's a, the Akeda said it's a real place, a physical place. Um, it's not something that is, it is a physical place, but has many things. Other than that, other Rishonim speak about it. The Nachash is something else. The Nachash is a specific entity. It, 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 the, the, the philosophers said Nachash is... You, the the the, the um, it, it, it refers not that it was a particular event where some particular koch spoke to Adam. It represents all the bad. It's just like if somebody makes a, a fairy tale, but makes it as a some sort of uh, with some sort of moral to the story. So so the characters represent eternal values and so forth. Not more than that. Um, this case. It's not like that. So, so the Nochash was a particular entity. Was it a, a Malach that's called Nochash? That could also be, but it was a very specific entity that, that stood and tried to seduce him. We're not talking, it's not talking about, in general, you know, don't listen to the snake inside you. And it's that, it, it, you know, it, it, it becomes too much like, uh, what's the, like, I don't know if you're not familiar, their Virginia letter in, in New York Times. I don't know how many of you are familiar, but... There was a famous letter written in New York Times, a girl, I don't know when it was, maybe Jonathan would remember when it was, in the early 1900s, not that you were around then, but sent in a letter to New York Times because that they were there, they're the Yedea Koldova, that she heard from some people who claim that Santa Claus doesn't exist, and she's very, very vexed. Could they be enlighten her whether or not Santa Claus exists? So they wrote back a letter which became a classic, Dear Virginia, I think her name was, um, 
Of course, Santa exists in the heart of every good and giving person besides Santa, and you know, he's the Vachula, Vachula, Vachula. Basically, a, a beautiful letter saying, but it's a beautiful uh, myth describing, it's a beautiful allegory describing that. that. That's what the letter is. So, so people interpreted the Torah that way. Of course, it's Emis. It, it's every time you're on a diet and, and you reach out for the, for the piece of cake to take, what do you think is pushing your hand? It's the Nachash. So, so you know, it, 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 it becomes that. It, they, 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 so Torah has become emptied. Uh, it's not factual. It's, it's an allegory. That's a transition to it. Um, and then the next step is, once it's an allegory, the, the moral story is what I want it to be, not what you want it to be. You know, it's, it's my particular moral story. The, so, so the, the, you know, the, the, today the moral of the story in Gan Eden is that it was probably ecologically, it wasn't good to take from the Itzadas because it would be destroying the tree before it could get enough seedlings. And, you know, and uh, it, 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 what, what do they call it? Um, when something can contain itself, can, 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 um, it's sustainable. They, they, they were making Gan Eden unsustainable. You know, that's the moral of the story. I, I, I'm sure there's a reform rabbit that said this. I'm sure. That that is all about sustainability and this and that. Okay, <laughs> you know. To... But I, just to piggyback off that same question, though, aren't aren't there some Rishonim? I could be misremembering, but aren't there some Rishonim who do learn? Again, it's usually the the vast minority, but the, uh, both of the Das story. Let's say the famous Rambam by the beginning of the year. I know I realize it's different, but meaning every now and then there are there are Rishonim who say certain parts. Uh, are, I don't know exactly call it. Evan Ezra, Akeda, they all say anything that's there's no hechreach to take it out of pshat, you're not allowed to. The Rambam holds that malachim can only come in nevua. So anytime there's malachim in the parsha, it must be nevua and it must be b'sheina, must be chalom because that's only hechetim. The Rambam's hechreach is a pnimistic hechreach of how he learns up. Shat and what Nabu is, what Balachim is, and so on. Um, but if not that, I mean, I bring in a few places that we're trying to speak about this. I, I am, they, and now there, there are those not Kufa that actually said this is Tchaimah, this is Tzura, this, this, and that. Um, they, they're, they're t- today we consider them outliers in, in the sense of, uh, you know, everyone makes this point. Uh, the Ikram speaks about why Edus Hashem is called Edus. He says, just like testimony, you can't. Adam Zoman can't say we didn't mean he killed him. We meant he embarrassed him in a way that was far worse than killing him. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful defense. It doesn't hold water. You kill them. Um, so, so Adus means you can accept it at its word. It's a it's a mice. It doesn't stay at the mice level only. But but to substitute a mice unless it's more says. You know, clone like Arla Saleh doesn't mean a physical piece of skin on the heart. It's a it's a phrase. Um in the Rambam, the Rambam, why the reason why he says it with Malachim is because he has he has a chreach in his shitan, where Malachim is and so on. So is it taking a leap when when the, like the, the Nachash is painted as as almost like the way the Rashi presents it as having its own taivas, like you know it saw Adam and Chava unclothed and, and then it had like a taiva. Is that is it, is it a leap to say that that's presenting it from our perspective rather than 
that almost like painting that there's another entity in the Bria that has its own taivas and then tzchava oinesh, and in terms of how it would interact with, with it, you know, it, it, its options out there. So, like, how is how to understand that that part of the parsha? Not or is sure. it just differing from it? I'm not sure the point you're asking. I'm not. Uh, in, in other words, Raji says that that uh, that the nochash was like it was misave for chava. So it means that that, that uh, and if it wouldn't have gone after its kaivas, then it. No, it so there's uh, a big difference. There's a big difference between psukim and chazal. Um, psukim, you cannot, you do not have the luxury of 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 uh, of, of saying that it's anything other than pshat. Chazal, yesh v'yesh v'yesh. Some chazal are factual factual some chazal are metaphor and 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 a, a metaphor like that you could you could say different shot not chazal and another of the morale most of the time says those are shot in chazal it's a very big difference in a pasik pasik is meant to be learned like edus it's meant to be learned in mikra and and very very different does the does the rosh shiva have any guidance about um how to strike the right balance that we discussed about the Abarbanel between the Pshat and, and the Sod and the different levels. It, just speaking personally, it seems like a lot of people tend to go, you know, very often to Pshat when, when they lose track of the different dimensions or very much into to Sod and, and not have like the, the right I mean, you know, you know it, it, it's, it's true. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the things that's hard to, to make a formula for is balance, because by definition, almost it requires evaluation each time. Uh, uh, you know, what do you think? Am I pushing too much this way or that way? Um, usually, being open, in other words, learning things up the and learning things up to this all the time is helpful. I, I, I once heard Bishem that Daniel and Kelm, Daniel and Kelm was the last Mashkir and Kelm, he was a, a giant of a person. Um, he was a huge Talmud Chacham. He was Ever Hashem, an Anav Niflad Moid. Rebbe Chanan, after the Chavetz Chaim was Nifta, um, he he would go every El to 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 Raden. Erchaz Chaim was Nifta. He went to Kelm until you know until the war and he was killed. So, um, but Rebbe Daniel had a kpeda. Every time he spoke to Ibrahim Musa, he would first explain what he said at the Chapshat. And then he would explain it al derech Amusa. Always wanted people to understand how to look at Shutosha Mikra to keep the two aligned together. Very, very important um, because going to either one without the other, you either lose sight of the goddess of Taira or you lose sight of the Pshutosha of Taira. And, and then it, it almost doesn't affect you because we're all dealing with, 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 with Hecher Yonim. There's a Gewaldic word from the Balatanya. Um, they were he, he, the Balatanya was learning with son or his nephew. They were learning a very deep Indian about um, uh, the, 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 about Meich and the Godless and Meich and the Katnas. Meich and the Katnas is a Kabbalah term. It means uh, just translated. One means um, the, the larger dimension of of of, of Machshava. And one means the more the the, the more restricted dimension machshava. One is greater, one is lesser, without going to any details. Um, so it, 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 he was looking for 
for some sort of, so his son or his grandson, I don't know who, who was, that he was um, learning with, and uh, a, a, a baby was crying downstairs, and his son was oblivious to it. He was busy with this. Sarvatanya told him, Meichen de Katnus is when you're very involved in whatever you're thinking about, and you don't hear the baby crying. Meichen de Gadlus means you can think about what you're thinking about and hear the baby crying also. And that's a big, uh, someone told me, Gavaldi Gavar, I want to share it. It's, it's, it's sort of, I guess, it's kind of segueing off this part. I heard it, I don't know, Thursday from somebody, or Wednesday. Um, this person, this person is a very He told me over from, I don't remember who it was, somebody I think he knows, that this person's father was a chassid rashab. Shab was two rabbis ago, three rabbis ago, Chabad. And he said, Shabbos morning, he would be learning, he'd be learning the Inyanim, Chassidus Inyanim. And he said, he would be, he would be groaning. Oi Atik, Oi Orech. Atik and Orech are the two highest dargis and panemius of the Akashbosan Hoggis, um, Atik Yemin and, and Orech Antin. Whatever, again, make the difference. And that was his, his father's, would, would be mamish lost in it and, and, and so on, and Krechts, Oi Atik, He said, My father was a Balbas. He said, I have high doubts that he had any idea what Atik was and what Orech was. He said, I learned, and I know what Atik is and Aruch is, but I don't know what Oi means. In other words, to say it with that emotional slavus, with that pnimius that he had, I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, way behind on that one. That was the way he expressed it. So, you know, the that's the, that's the, you know, I was once learning, I used to learn from Nachum Chavrusa, in the afternoon, whatever. And um, so we were always interested to get the Lombus out. Nachum sounds to get annoyed. So we're learning Gemara Me'achshav. And they asked him, so what's Me'achshav? He said, Me'achshav means from now. And, and you know, the, he, like basically, stick the shaft and move on afterwards. Okay, good. Uh, good vach.